You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks. Nick Friedel. Look, I've been around the heat now over a month. Jimmy just looks like a guy who's got tired. That is the reality. I think that ankle is still bothering him. Playing 40 minutes every night. He's asked to carry them on both sides of the floor. And over time, what we have figured out is that Jimmy's human. <laughs> just like everybody else. So I expect him to play a lot better tomorrow. And by no means do I think that the Heat are going to just roll over in this series because we've seen it too many times. They are tough as hell. This group believes they will always find a way. You're listening to Anita Marks. Did you try again? My Siri, my Siri just talked to me. But my... <laughs> my. <laughs> On 98.7 ESPN. Hopefully everybody out there is having a great Saturday morning, afternoon. I played pickleball this morning. Worked on a few things. My third shot dropped. <laughs> Boy, um, I don't know what I don't think people know what they started with me with this pickleball thing. I am like I am addicted now. Watch out, eight hundred. <laughs> eight. Do you guys know what that is? Third shot drop. No clue. <laughs> okay. What is it? Uh, so just you know, it's it's strategy when it comes to to pickleball, right? You 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 know you serve. You want to try to serve as far back to the back line as you can without getting out. Uh, you know your your return. You want to try to aim for the middle of the court to cause confusion between the two people you're playing with. Like you get it, you get it. No, you get it. Oh, I thought you had it. Oh, you had the forehand. No, I was. Like... So you you want to try confusion there. And then your third shot, you want to try this like this th- like a drop shot that kind of just drops in the kitchen that gives you time to get up to the kitchen line and then poof, whack somebody right in the which by the way, did you see my did you see my Instagram account? Somebody whacked me right in my face. I got a big bloody lip on Thursday. Did you see that? You got whacked? No, oh, I got whacked right in the face. Well, so you, you play you play pickleball with a wiffle ball. And so it's plastic. And, um, you know, it's uh, when you get up to the kitchen, a lot of times you dink. So it's like nice and easy. But then sometimes, boy, if that ball gets a little bit higher up in the net, you've got an opportunity to whack that bad boy you do. And somebody whacked it, put like a little spin on it. And it literally hit me on my lip and spun up my face. And I had this big bloody lip. And I was just like, oh, no, I'm on TV tonight. (laughs) What am I going to do? Uh, but it ended up, I came home, I put ice on it. It wasn't that bad. You couldn't notice. So I, I, I had my first pickleball injury this week. This pickleball sport sounds kind of overrated, if you ask me. Nope. It is far from overrated. Uh, let's go to your phone lines. <laughs> uh, let's go to Lou in New Jersey. Lou, welcome in. Hey, how's it going? By any chance, you, can you hear me correctly? Because my, my voice is kind of shot. I, I've been sick for the past couple of days. No, no, we're sorry to hear that, Lou, but yeah, we hear you just fine. Yeah, peace, pleasure. It's all fine. Anyways, uh, the final's been good and, and amazing. Hopefully, uh, Miami makes it interesting and steals one, at least from home. But anyways, uh, bringing the stars to New York, um, I, I stumbled upon your last caller. Uh, basically, the second round with house money, we weren't, let's say, projected to go into the second round. We were projected to make the playoffs, let alone you know, advance to the second round. But, um, yes, Giannis is a great fit for the Knicks, but it looks like, as you can see who's in the finals, Jokic 
um, the way he has, uh, I don't know what it is, with, with high IQ, and he just fills the whole game with just him by himself. Um, so the way it looks like, yes, Giannis, it would be an amazing fit. But Joel Embiid, even though he's injured most of the time, yes, but he seems like a better fit, better dribbles, a better three-point percentage, a better shot, a better everything. Um, better, not a better defense, but he, of course, he could play the defense if you want him to. Um, also, for the Donovan Mitchell trade that this past, um, I think this season as well, if we got in Donovan Mitchell, I'll tell you, it, it, we would have won that trade because the way the outcome looks at the end now, um, quickly was you know injured, so he was a no factor. RJ he contributed to the first round and a little bit in the second round, but if we had Donovan Mitchell, I think we would have had a better chance. But even though we we can't really say what if now, but my thing is Joel Embiid. I, I saw reports a couple of days ago about um, seeing him in Philly. What's going to happen in Philly now with the new head coach and you know yada yada yada. So hopefully within, what, the next two to three years, we'll see where he goes. Hopefully we can lure him in and bring him in. I, I believe he's actually good good partners and friends with uh, Leon Rose, if I'm not mistaken. But thanks for taking my call. What do you think about that? Um, I, I don't I, – I really I, – I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen this offseason. Uh, you know, and, and, and I don't think a lot of people do. You know, I, I think it's, I think it's, 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 I don't think it's going to be an easy decision to make for this Knicks team. If they really want to go out there and they want to bring in an Embiid, they want to bring in a, a Giannis, they're going to have to give up a lot. It's going to be a risky, it's going to be a risky situation. And I, I'm going to use the Lakers uh, as an example. All right. I, and, and I'll use, and, and, and also let's use the Suns as, as an example, right? Lakers went out, did did deals, did what they needed to do, but they didn't have a supporting cast until they got to the trade deadline, added Reeves, added Hachimura, added some other guys. Uh, and then the Lakers then became the team that was able to compete and contend in the postseason after the trade deadline because they were able to reestablish their supporting cast. Look what happened with the Suns. Uh, it really became, it was all about um, um, KD and, and Booker. They gave up the world to get KD. Look at what the Nets are have right now in regard to a core. Um, so the, the Suns weren't able to to win in, especially I mean, what Booker and KD were doing were unbelievable. Booker was averaging forty points a game, and they still couldn't get past the next levels. So it's 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 tough. You're teetering. It's 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 tough. And, you know, what, what's giving up too much? How, how is this Knicks team going to wheel and deal? Um, I think a lot of pressure right now is on Leon Rose and, and, and Wes because the, the stock value right now in the Knicks I don't think has ever been as high in the last, what, I think you can argue, de- argue decade, if not more, Right? Like, this is a time right now after this season and how, as far as the Knicks went and the vibe and, and how good with Brunson. And this, is, this, is a, this is a team now in New York, the Garden. It, it's, it's gotten back to a point where 
Agents aren't telling their players, no, you don't want to go there. So strike while the iron's hot. But again, how much is too much to give up where now you're sacrificing the supporting cast that you're going to need in order to truly, A, get to the postseason and, and win in the postseason? 800-919-3776. A ton of callers who want to chime in. Um, we'll get to your calls next right here on 98.7 ESPN. Collect. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776. We've got a number of, of callers, a variety of topics, which I love. So let's try to get to all of you. Jonathan in L.A. calling in. Uh, as we know, the Yankees going up against the Dodgers. Lost last night. Severino uh, got rocked. Two home runs by Mookie Betts. Uh, but tonight, a different situation with Garrett Cole on the bump. Jonathan, what say you? Well, good morning, Anita. Uh, I'm like the lonely Yankee fan here, so you should just imagine all my <laughs> friends and family members giving me, you know what, about, oh, where's your Yankees at? I'm like, don't worry, we got our ace tomorrow. We got our horse. But one question, Anita. <clears throat> I'm looking at the line. I know Grove, he's like a relief pitcher, or he came out of injury. He has a high ERA versus the ace of the Yankees, Gary Cole. The line is, I believe last time I checked, was minus 115, minus 120. Looks a little weird. What do you think, Anita? Go Yanks. Great show. Thank you. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm calling it up right now. Hold on. Um, so appreciate the call, especially thanks for listening from L.A. 
So right now, again, Garrett Cole going up against Michael Grove. As I said before, Michael Grove, he's been on the shelf since April. Um, he's been dealing with a groin issue. So there's that. And yeah, pretty interesting uh, with, with Garrett Cole pitching for the Yankees. Right now, this, this line on the money line is minus 110 both ways. Very sneaky. Uh, Grove's got like an 8-4-4 ERA. But again, he, he hasn't pitched since April and he was dealing with a groin issue. So, you know, is, is, is that what led to uh, his poor outings? Very, very well could be. But yes, this is, uh, this is pretty sneaky. Um, you could also, you could take the Dodgers uh, on the run line at minus 165. Yankees on the run line is, is plus 140. So Yankees minus one and a half on, on the run line is plus 140. Dodgers on the run line plus one and a half at home is minus 165. Yeah, the, the line seems kind of sneaky to me. Uh, I want to look and see what is the um, pitching props. Let's see, over, under. Garrett Cole, over, under, six and a half strikeouts. Hmm. Grove, over, under, four and a half strikeouts. What is uh, batting props here? Home runs. Aaron Judge to hit a home run today, plus 165. Rizzo, plus 425. Um, J.D. Martinez has been fantastic. Plus 145 for J.D. Um, Betts is 4-1 to one to hit another home run. And Stanton is plus 280, just FYI. So uh, there is that. Uh, 800-919-3776. Uh, let's continue. Let's go to uh, Brett in Long Island. Brett, good afternoon. Hey, Anita. Thanks for taking the Hi. call. Long-time listener. Always appreciate your takes on uh, – I do a lot of driving on the weekends and uh, always got the best fantasy football advice. Oh, thank but, you. Um, two quick points, if you don't mind. One, uh, the Knicks called, honestly, after I heard Javier say looking for better days. But I think with the Knicks – you know, we can't be the miserable Knicks fans anymore. I mean, these are the better days. So this is the first time I actually see a future with Jalen Brunson attracting players. We've got a young core. And if you look at the free agent list, there's really nobody out there. But I'm all on board to bring back Chris Tapps, get a nice weapon, and uh, see what that could do. And then really? second point, sorry, I don't know if you elaborated on that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he would just be a good addition to the team. He doesn't need the ball all the time. He can space the court. And I think it would open up things. But I think this is the first time, honestly, the Knicks have a real future moving forward and you know, see what they can do. But uh, uh, second Chris, point is Dan, go, Daniel, just, Porzingis Daniel just, Bellinger. Yep. KP just doesn't do it for like He just doesn't do it for me. I, I just I find that surprising. Uh, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. And my next point is just on football. I don't, um, I don't know if you've seen social media, but Daniel Bellinger got absolutely oh, I saw. huge on the offseason. I saw. And yeah, he was, he's, he's, been, yeah, he's been eating his spinach. Yeah, he's going to get a PED test coming soon from the league. But I'm sure. um, just curious on your take on that with Darren Waller coming in as a new addition. I'm assuming he gets used almost more as a wide receiver flex. But um, what do you think on that? You think Daniel Bellinger could have a good season? Uh, I think he could build on last year after that injury. Yeah, I, I listen. And, and Brett, I, I think you're on to something. I, I, I would agree. And thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I think Darren Waller. Here's the great thing about Darren Waller. Uh, you could put that dude anywhere. You can put him in the X, the Y, the Z. Like, like I, I think that I think they're going to utilize him more as a receiver than a blocking tight end. 
And I think Bellinger will be utilized more so as a blocking tight end than a receiving tight end. Uh, just, just my two cents. I'm excited. I don't know about you, Giants. I'm excited to see what um, what Dable is 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 going to do with this offense. I I love uh, um, Jalen Hyatt. By the way, Hyatt was one of my favorite wide receivers coming out of this year's draft. Like, dude, dude is fast. Boy, talk about somebody who could take the top off. You you I mean you you add him to the mix in regard to really, um, you know, running those fly routes, keeping safeties honest and then opening up the middle of the field for Darren Waller all day with uh with Daniel with, with Daniel Jones accuracy especially anywhere between 15 to 20 yards all day boy I love that let's go to Dave calling in from the car Dave welcome in good afternoon hey how are you doing no, I just heard a, a while back about um Paul George, he's not the answer to the Knicks. And there is no such thing at all as giving up too much if you're going to get the right player. It's been 1973 since we've won anything. I want Giannis. I don't care if we have to give up five number one picks, Quigley, Grimes, Robinson, and Obi Topin. You put put Giannis on that team, it's much easier to find role players than it is to find a, a superstar. You know, they don't grow on trees. No NBA team has ever won a championship without a superstar except for one. I, under, I understand, Dave, but let's. But Dave, don't go anywhere. Don't hang up. I want to have this conversation. But at the same time, you know, you you saw what happened with the Suns, right? They got their superstar. In fact, they had two, and and still could not get past uh, to the next round because they gave up so much to the Nets in order to get KD. There there has to be a balance there. There has to be a balance where you get your where you get your superstar stud, but you still need to have the supporting cast in order to you know, have that threat of the three-point shooting. Have guys who can play defense and, and play various roles. you you got to be really careful in regards to what you give up, Dave. And KD and Booker is, is not better than Murray and, and Joker, no matter what. When the, KD's getting older. There's, it's, there's, no, there's no way those two players are better than those two players. It's not going to happen. The Knicks are going to do the same thing. They'll get some, some normal guy. To, to do something, they'll bow out in the second round again. Unless they get a superstar. They need a superstar. There's a difference between Brunson, who's a star, and somebody who's ahead of them, who's a superstar. If they don't get a superstar, it'll be the same exact, exact thing. They don't even have anybody on their team as good as Butler. Brunson's not even as good as Butler. <clears throat> I mean, name me every team since the NBA started that won a championship that didn't have a superstar, because there's only one. And the team was really a bomb squad. Every player was probably really, really, really good. It's the Richard Hamilton team with Detroit. That's it. Right. You don't get a superstar. I, it's just going to be the same old thing next year. Same exact thing. That's why again, I don't care. And, and how... Dave, thanks for thanks for the phone call. I, I I hear you, and I and I and I agree with you. I'm just saying it's just it's more than ju- it has to be more than just a superstar. The Knicks have to make sure that whatever deal, whatever agreement they come to, that they still keep pieces that will still keep this team above float in regard to role players. That has to happen. Let's go to Mitch in East Windsor. Mitch, welcome in. How are you, Nina? Hi. Um, you guys say this Denver Nuggets team, they might have like four stars, superstars. Maybe I'm using that word too loosely. I mean, um, 
Michael Porter Jr. has has his injuries behind him. Maybe be a possible Kevin Durant. Uh, Aaron Aaron uh, Gordon could be another uh, Draymond Green. And you know what you got with uh, Jokic? He's one of the best centers ever. And uh, Murray, great great point guard. Four guys. You can hope they can keep it, the team together, especially when it comes to paying time, paying them up. And what do you think my Clippers are going to do this uh, this off season? Come summertime, uh, trade Paul George because I like to see Kawhi, you know, get one more ring with with a thirteen, which that would be a first, I believe, right? Again, Mitch, thanks for the phone call. Not not sure what they. I mean, listen, there 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 is talk, there is speculation, there are names flowing everywhere. That's why I asked Nick. I was like, Nick, like, wh- like, what can we realistically expect? You know, he covers the NBA. You know, is, are the, a lot of times, keep in mind, a lot of times agents will throw that information out there uh, because they want that narrative out there for some political move um, pertaining to maybe, you know, another team gaining interest or, or what have you, right? So what's real what's not who who realistically is going to be available you know does mb need to step to the front off and say and say hey i want out that's what i'm reading so only only time will tell um 800-919-3776 nina marks with you we'll continue with your calls uh we're going to hear from stormy bonantani uh from las vegas keep in mind we do have the stanley cup that's about to uh tip off drop off. I don't know. The puck drops. I'm, I'm just trying to make a play on words. I, I know that didn't work. Um, also, we're going to hear from Joe Wiz coming your way at two o'clock. Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. So of course, you know, I'm, I'm all over social, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. You know, I find it entertaining. And then, you know, also because of what we do, I came across this FanDuel put this up each NFL team's goat. Okay, guys. Um, who do you think that the Jets goat is? This is from FanDuel? Yeah, FanDuel the, put this up. So all this, 32 this... NFL teams, all 34, uh, all 32 NFL teams, and then they put each team's goat. What? Who do you think they put up for the Jets? Namath. Nope. See, that's too easy. Namath. Come on. It's got to be Revis, no? That's who it should be. That's what? who it should be. It should be Joe Namath. Is it Darrell Revis? Yes. Oh, look at me. Does that surprise mad. you, Joe? I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. There's I, I, nothing to be mad at. I just, I disagree. I who, think it. Who's the Giants go? Is it Lawrence true. Taylor? Of course, that's a no brainer. Oh, two for two. Yeah. Um, trying to think, what's another surprise one here? Um, do, 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 do. Um, here's Indianapolis Colts. Who do you uh, think it is? You would think it would be Peyton Manning, but that's too easy. It is Peyton Manning, but it's wrong. Johnny U? Wait, what Absolutely. You, you pick United? Absolutely it should be Johnny United. You pick United over I, Manning? I, I'm, you know what? It, you know, I, Siri, I want to know the age. I want to know the age of the, of, of the fan duel person. 
mid twenties. It has to be. It's FanDuel. It has to be. The, 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 we're not talking about you know, you know, <laughs> IBM that made this list. We're talking about FanDuel. FanDuel didn't exist until a couple of years ago. Has to be. Has to be. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a surprising one. Mean Joe Green. Yes! Uh, three for three. Come on, man. I should go home. <laughs> Did you put this list together? Yeah, that was me. I talked to some guys from ChatGPT, and uh, we got it done. Mm-hmm. Harvey's the secret ghostwriter of this list. Um, but here, here's where I'm going with this. Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers. Huh. Well, how does that make you oh, – go ahead, go ahead. See, what was ha? Huh? Who, who did you think it would be? That's more interesting because I would have gone with like either a Bart Starr or maybe a Reggie White. Reggie White. They Actually, this is interesting. They have Reggie White for the Philadelphia Eagles. What? Yeah. But when I think Reggie White, I think Green Bay Packers. Right. Again, I think it's a, I think it's an age thing. Eight hundred. Interesting. But how, how do you, how do you feel as a Jets fan that the goat, <laughs> the greatest of all time, majority of these guys are retired. The only guys that are still active in the NFL that have been named uh, as the quote unquote goat of their team, Aaron Rodgers which, of course, still active but playing for the Jets. Patrick Mahomes for Kansas City. Aaron Donald for the Rams. Um, Russell Wilson for the Seattle Seahawks. See, I would disagree with that as well. Um, and that's it. Those, those are the only guys that are still active. And it just so happens uh, two of them are playing for other teams now. So... Interesting. Food for thought. Thought I'd share that with you. Uh, let's uh, let's continue with our calls. Let's go to Anthony. Calling in from a mail truck. Anthony, welcome in. Anita, good afternoon. How are you? Great. Good, good. Uh, big, big shout out to the company. So I wanted to get your take on what I should do about my future for uh, the Stanley Cup final. So mm-hmm. I have uh, I Panthers have Bruins. and Six. Uh, Panthers, Panthers and yeah. six. Panthers and six. Yeah, my, my, actually, my favorite, oh my, my favorite, my favorite bet in the series is over five and a half games. That's my that's All my right. favorite so you, futures you just... bet. I, I think these two teams. I, I think, I think Las Vegas and in, in Florida. I think they're very evenly matched. I think they play excellent defense. They have two very good goal goal tenders. Uh, of course, uh, goalie Bob, who's been unbelievable. Um, I think they match up well. I think they adjust well. I think they both play well on home ice. Uh, I just, and and I I think that there's something magical happening that has happened with this Florida team. I think they played below expectation in the regular season. And I think they're playing just how many thought they would be in the postseason. So I have the Panthers winning. And I have them winning in six. But again, my favorite bet is over five and a half games uh, for the entire Stanley Cup series. Okay, so I have I had the Vegas uh, Golden Knights at the beginning of the year, 100 to win about 
I want to say like 1200 maybe 1300 I want to say. Um, I did two uh, separate $50 bets, and I also had the Bruins, obviously, who got knocked out by the Panthers. Um, we're not going to talk about that because I thought mm. that that was easily a lock. Um, but so I'm just going to I'm just going to not buy out of it, but I'll probably just put 100 on on Panthers to win the series just so I get some you know some coin back. Um, so thanks for answering that question. I also have a, a Yankee point that I want to get your take on. So last year, if you if you remember, if you don't remember, I I would call the station all the time and you know say that this whole injury bug and you know everything happening with the injuries like it's not sustainable. You know they went 52 and 18 in their first 70 games last season, so obviously it wasn't sustainable to you know keep that up. Um, but this year is 100% different, and I feel like it's a blessing in disguise because. I feel like most of these guys on the Yankees, you know, they're older. Um, so I feel like they all can't play 162 games. Um, so to be honest, you never want to see anyone hurt. But I'd rather see them hurt in the beginning of the season, like, you know, Stanton missing a month and a half. You know, Donaldson doesn't really mean much. Um, getting back Canely when he, uh, you know, coming back last night. Uh, Rodon, when he comes back, I just wanted to hear your take on it and uh, – See, you know, see what you have to say about it. Don't go outside, Anita, and play golf today. It is, it is freezing here in Jersey. It's 60 degrees after yesterday. It was 90, 90 plus. Um, but have a great, great rest of your Sunday, Anita, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for taking the call. Appreciate it, Anthony. It is Saturday. Let's not rush it, uh, first and foremost. Um, as I said earlier, listen, we opened up the show. We were talking about the Yankees. Again, unfortunately, they lose to the Dodgers uh, yesterday, last night, 8-4. Uh, Kershaw beating the Yankees for the first time. Uh, Mookie bets two home runs off of Severino. Stanton and Donaldson back. Great. They both uh, hit dingers as well, which is great. At the end of the day, uh, where this, as, as much as this Yankee team has struggled so far this season and where they are right now in the standings, they're six and a half games back to the Rays. Um, if the season was in today, they would still make it to the postseason. I'm not, I'm not worried. I, I think, I think, my expectation is that this Yankees team is only going to get healthier and they're only going to get better. And, um, and, and I, I think they're going to press. I, th- I think the Rays have been playing unbelievable baseball. And I think they're going to eventually at some point in time hit that injury bug. Um, and I, I think at some point in time, they're going to come back down to earth. And I, I, I think, I think this is going to be a re- listen at the end of the day. I think it's a really fun division to watch. Arguably one of the best divisions in sport, not just major league baseball, but man, um, I just just all these teams in the American League East have been just really fantastic this season, and the Yankees are are they're they're holding court. They're they're up there, and I think they're only going to get better. So that's that's my take, right? Um, let's let's go to is it, is it Rohan calling in from Mount Vernon? Rohan, wel- welcome in. Hey Anita, how's it going? How are you? Good, good. I last called the show when I was about 16 years old. I'm, I'm 23 now, so so it's been a while. You probably didn't remember, well, but um, just just really quickly, I I want to disagree with one of your points. So when people have brought up regarding the Knicks getting a superstar, the problem with teams getting superstars is not the lack of depth; it's the lack of performance up to their contracts that the second, third, and fourth stars get. Example: James Harden, Jalen Brown in the postseason, DeAndre Ayton specifically the Suns. The reason the Suns didn't win wasn't because Terrence Ross went 2 of 5 or Cameron Payne went, went 2 of 7. It was because DeAndre Ayton didn't show up. 
and that's thirty-two million dollars. Because Chris Paul keeps getting hurt in the playoffs, that's forty million dollars. So the key with these teams is getting guys on great contracts. And I'm not really a fan of these super max deals unless you're a top five star. Getting guys on great contracts that can play up to it, so that way there's less pressure on the bench players to be perfect. Because at the end of the day, most teams in the playoffs are playing eight maybe nine guys, and the bench may take, unless they have a definitive six-man, 10, 11 shots. So it's really going to be on those second, third, and fourth stars. That's why we've seen these teams melt down and, and have lackluster performances, including the Knicks, because their second, third, and fourth stars haven't lived up to the hype. So I would say, back to another caller had said, there is no such thing as too much if you get the right guy. Jalen Brunson, we thought it was an overpay until we realized he's actually an underpay. So a lot of these guys in these contracts, if the, the performance justifies it, of course you got to go and get them. Embiid is now on that list. Giannis is definitely on that list. Stay away from Beal. Stay away from Lillard. But that's just my point. It's less of a lack of bench step, but more so what are your third and fourth stars doing? Because at the end of the day, that, that's what's going to propel you forward and take the load off the first guy. Uh, Rohan, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. Uh, obviously, it's been a minute. Uh, if it's been... <laughs> Last time you called the show, you were 16, 17. Wow. Um, uh all right, we come back. Uh, Ohm, we're going to hear from Ohm Youngman Souk. Uh, he's, uh, his, his duties uh, for ESPN is uh, overseeing the Denver Nuggets. We heard from Nick Friedel earlier today. We'll hear from Ohm and get his take on this, uh, this Denver Nuggets team. Uh, they did not have a stellar game one, but they still won and they still covered. <laughs> um. So uh, what can we realistically expect tomorrow night? So we'll hear from Ohm coming up next right here on 98.7 ESPN.